Welcome back to the Greasy Knuckles Podcast with Jimbo and J-Bones. Things running back here too for the Spotify. Now what are you doing? Just inviting some folks in. So we so can find out what's his name, but um, what's that dude? That boy swerving. Send him one? Hell yeah, I did. Yeah, so if you want to catch any past episodes, they're on the wall right here. Do I do this right this time? Oh, it's easier now. Breezy Knuckles on Spotify and Anchor and whatever. Just uh, some veterans. Have a little talk about whatever aircraft mechanics looking for people to talk to. That's right. Preferably with clothes on, no dicks in your hand, nothing like that. So yeah, yeah. You weird motherfuckers. You gotta keep that to a minimum. We've run across that a few times. Or not a few times, I say. One time I'm pretty sure that dude was whacking it. I'm 99 sure he was. But so yeah, uh, we could talk about gun control. Do you think there should be? more legislation against it or uh you know no. what are your thoughts on it? no i think you should just be able to have a gun i think they show statistically places where people own guns are much safer places yeah because i think i think the criminal element doesn't know you have a gun or don't have a gun whatever your preference is you know like so oh like what we talked about before about school shootings and stuff remember yeah and arming the teachers right so i listened to this guy I don't remember his name, but he was saying that you don't you don't make it known that you're arming the teachers. 
you just responsible people can have guns. So if somebody comes in to shoot the place up, they don't know if everybody has a gun. Mm. You know what I mean? Like he was saying, don't don't make it like a sign out front where it says our our teachers carry guns. You just need to be let it be known that anybody can have a gun. Like obviously not anybody, but you know. Okay. Like an open carry situation kind yeah. of, but. I don't know. I don't know if I completely believe with that. Like, because I said basically kind of like what you said when I said we could put maybe like a veteran or obviously a cop could be there, but you know, have a dude. That's his one job is just to watch for malfeasance to happen, watch for somebody to come in and try to shoot the place up. Yeah. But he said the same thing you did. They're just going to go for that guy first. Mm -hmm. Which I get that. It makes sense. But I still think something's better than nothing. I think so as well. I mean, He's going for that one guy. At least somebody's going to hear the shooting start. So do you think we should have, we should be able to get whatever gun we want, however we want, how many? I don't know, man. I think, I think as far as like, what, what you want to quote unquote assault rifles, as far as they go, like they're fun to shoot, but I don't know, what's the real purpose in having one, you think? Like what's the, what's the real reason that you'd need like an AK or an AR or, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever? You ever shot squirrel with an AK-47? No. No, I'm just kidding. But, no, I mean, I guess there's not really, I mean, you can hunt deer with it, you know? Right. And but, right. It, it's cool. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Besides, besides just having it, what do you think is like a real point to have I think the, a good reason would be like you, you get an intruder into your house, you bust out an AR, they're gonna be done. They're gonna be like, nope, fuck this. I'm out. Or a shotgun, because a shotgun, shotgun makes that, I mean, any gun makes that distinct Shh. sound. A shotgun has a very distinct sound, but any gun makes a sound when you when you chamber around, load it, cock it, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that's true. But I don't think, so a lot of people that are against like, oh, we, we don't need any legislation. We don't need any bans on our guns, by God. Mm -hmm. What they don't realize is there already is a shit ton of bans on the guns already. Like, you know, I'm, you can't have fully automatic rifles right. unless you have special permits. You can't have a fucking bazooka or a rocket launcher, you know, RPG. Uh, so there are restrictions on the guns, but when they try to go after assault rifles, oh, we gotta go out there, AR-15s, blah, blah, blah. They, fucking pistols kill more people in a year yeah. than any assault rifle. And when they say assault, assault style rifle, a lot of those motherfuckers have never shot a gun in their life. Like, which ones? The, the ones that are politicians. Yeah, about it. Yeah, the fucking uh, career politicians. They're so, hooping and hollering and never shot a gun in their life. Yeah, but if I hit you with a shovel, it becomes an assault shovel. Mm hmm. That's true. I think assault rifles too 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 loose of a term. Yeah, and any gun semi-automatic. Yeah, and it's I mean, except maybe a musket. That's another thing they've talked about is like oh anything that you can fire multiple shots shots off within you know a certain amount of period, pretty much everything can be a semi-automatic. I mean especially like I don't know. I mean if you got a pump action shotgun, a little bit harder. Lever action, a little bit harder, but. Yeah, that's semi-automatic. I mean, yeah. you can pull, you can shoot over and over and over. It's just how fast you are. 
Are you one of those target guys, those little cowboys with the big mustaches that do those tar- shoot competitions? Yeah. They're fucking crazy fast. That's true. That's true. I mean, if you so, but there, therein, therein lies the brother, man. If if you practice and make yourself efficient and safe, you know, you're so you don't hold it sideways like this. The way you got it up out of the box. Yeah, you don't shoot like that. Like, then I think we should be able to have what we want. Yeah, and you know, if you practice good, like muzzle control, trigger control, all that stuff, then it's it's very hard. If you ask me, it's very hard to accidentally shoot someone. I think so. And well, they say most like at home shootings that happen, alcohol's involved. Yeah. Because these fucking drunk idiots go uh, have a few beers, a few more shots. And they pull out their gun. Look at this man! See a bam! And then new pistol. Let's play Russian roulette. You know? Did you see that thing that was going around for a while where you hold the gun at your dick and almost pull the trigger? No. That was like a thing. Like Hell a, no. I don't know if it was a TikTok thing. I think so. But it was like a what do you call it? Like a trend? Like one of those dancing, oh, yeah. dancing things you see on here where people start like dancing up downstairs. Hell no. To that same stupid fucking song. I sure. see. <laughs> I see this one where this guy was, they were playing Russian roulette, but with their feet. Yeah. And it was like legit fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Click. Oh man, I got you this time. I got you this time, motherfucker. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Shot a hole like right in the middle, dead center of his foot. He's like, ah, fuck. Well, they took him to the hospital. He literally was outside the hospital. Like he still had the wrap on his foot and everything. And he like, he's like, all right, two for two, baby, two. And this was like a legit fucking video. He's like, two for two, baby. Zzz, click, zzz. And then the guy, guy was like, dude, you sure you want to do this? Like, I'm going to get you again. And he's like, uh, nah, nah, I got this. I got it this time. You know, I got it. I lost the first time. I ain't losing again. He's like, all right, all right. Boom! And he shot his other foot. He's like, ah, my God! So that's just dumb. those are idiots. Yeah. Like that's survival of the fittest, right there. Pick gun thing, shooting Russian leather feet. Russian leather feet. What do you think, that old star? Star. Star one nine. Jesus. One nine seven one one nine seven one one. Yeah, you got any input? Got any input on the whole shebang going on? Just want to ramble about it? Yeah. You just hear, listening to two angry people, angry vets. Oh, they're not even on anymore. I think we need to reset this live. We, gotta bring the, we need to bring the speaker in here to have like the music going in the background, you know? Yeah. Fight somebody, isn't it? Yeah, it's guaranteed that someone's gonna be in here. But that's where it matches your video up with somebody else's, right? Uh, if someone else decides to host with you. What's up, TikTok? What's going on, everybody? We're back with the Greasy Knuckles podcast. Hold on, let's get us uh, flipped around here real quick so we can. There you go. So now you can show the Greasy Knuckles in the back. <laughs> Our homemade sign that Jimbo made for advertisement purposes. There you go. Yeah, but we get into all kinds of stuff. Um, I don't know. What, I, we didn't really come in here to plan tonight. We're usually not in the same place on Tuesday night, so 
Yeah. Got a little bonus. Threw a little curveball tonight. I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. It'd be it'd be nice if we had some people on here, but I got it, baby. We're basically talking to no one right now, right? Yeah. I mean, not basically. We are talking to no one. Yeah. We're just talking to each other. That's all right. So, on today's topics. <laughs> topics. What topics you got? Shit, I don't even know, man. Let's see. Is there anybody even in here? Nope. No. So we ain't even gotta fuck it. Just one, one person. That's it. Just one person. Be nice. What is that you're talking like a category? Yeah. Topic? What do daily or yeah, daily life? So what do you do what do you do when the cops pull you over? What do I do when the cops pull me over? Yeah. I stick one arm on the steering wheel, the other arm, you know, out the window mm -hmm. so they know I'm not carrying nothing. Like what if it's raining? Then fuck them. You can come up and find out if I'm carrying something. But so yeah, I just sit there, wait, and then when he asks, like, you know why I pulled you over? Nope. Yeah, I'll let him tell me. And then uh, yeah, because you don't want to implicate yourself, you know. Self-incriminate. Self-incriminate, but yeah. So I ask him. Or he asked me, I said no. He usually tells me some stupid shit and then go on about my business. I mean, like, mm -hmm. I haven't had a ticket in 10 years, mm -hmm. something like that. I've had a few. I didn't get any tickets last time I went to jail. I just went to jail, never any tickets involved. But mm. other than that, they're just speeding tickets. That was pretty. So I got divorced and I was drinking with some of my friends at my apartment, some people that live there. I don't know if I ever told you this one before, but I went and got fucked up, whatever, at the bar and came home. I was drinking with some of the people that was suffering. Oh. I was drinking with some of the people that I lived with and the cops came and fucking, is it like building up a little thing up there on top? Yeah. So. I don't know, they came and arrested me. It was just, it was pretty stupid. They said that they had an anonymous report that I was driving through people's yards. And so I was pretty drunk, but it was like three o'clock in the morning and I was outside like my wife beater, you know, or a shirt for the politically correct crowd. But, you know, the, they told me to into my pockets and there was a lady cop that was really getting in my face and fucking with me and she was, She's looking at my truck and like trying to feel the hood and stuff and she looked in the wheel wells and she said there was grass in them and I told her it's because we because of where we lived in Georgia at the time or where I lived. Yeah. It had been raining for three days and I said I know people that live off the pavement or whatever, but I was trying to be funny and she didn't think I was very funny, but so I pulled my keys out or I pulled my pocket knife out first and you know the cops like I thought you said you didn't have any weapons. There's three or four of them there. And I said, Well everybody said pocket knife. So I put my pocket knife on the truck with my keys, and then he said, if you weren't, I went round and round, whatever, but she said she was tired of going in circles with me, so I said, let's go in squares. 
like I was trying to tell jokes. Yeah. And my buddies were laughing. They were sitting on the stairs, which probably wasn't making any better. It was like egging <laughs> me on. So, but uh, the thing that got them, they said, "What time did you leave the bar? Or did you go to the bar?" And I said, "Yes." It's kind of strange just to kind of tell the quick version, I guess. But it's better to tell the long version. But anyway, she said, "What time did you leave the bar?" And I said, "I don't know. I don't make it a habit to look at the clock every time I walk out of a room." Yeah. Ha ha ha. And then the killer was I pulled my keys out and put them on the roof hood of my truck. And she said, if you weren't driving your truck around, why do you have the keys? And I said, I wasn't driving my fucking apartment around. I got the key to that, too. <laughs> and then I went to jail. So, but the last time I got a ticket was a speeding ticket. I'm, I'm not going to tell the story. It was not my fault, I don't think. But, you know, jail's full of innocent people. Yeah. Everybody that meet in jails, they never did it. Yeah. I didn't do nothing wrong. Fucking Ted Bundy in there. I didn't do it. Yeah. It wasn't me. Of course. But I think the worst time I ever got pulled over, I was uh, under the influence, like bad. Well, I was driving past my curfew and everything, because I used to be a little piece of shit, you know? And driving past my curfew, took my buddy home. Well, he ended up, you know, staying late with me at work or whatever. My mom calls me, I was like, listen, I'm on my way back, you know? Don't worry about it. I'm, gonna be all right she's like okay whatever hangs up I'm, I'm going through the mountains so it's shit service and I'm obviously a little little toasty little blaze and I keep swerving over the line back and forth back and forth and uh, I see these blue lights it's like oh fuck well this was in Tennessee if you ain't ever been to Tennessee those Tennessee Highway Patrol do not play like your butthole puckers a little bit whenever they get behind you because you know you're going to get ticked. So he pulls me out of the truck. He's like, hey man, what do you got in that cup? Blah, blah, blah. Because I had that little cup from work. I was like, oh, this is Dr. Pepper. And he smelt it and everything. He was going through all the things, had me do a test. Somehow I passed his test, but he could smell it. Like it was just radiating off me, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, that made him even more pissed off that he could smell it, but he couldn't prove it. And he told me it smelled like alcohol because before I left my buddy's house, I got a bottle of Febreze. I twisted the cap off of it as like that liquid Febreze, not that aerosol. Yeah. I just dumped it, dude. Like I was just won a NASCAR race everywhere. And uh, so he smelled that plus the, uh, the conja. And uh, yeah, he was pissed, dude. Had me do all the tests, everything. He, on that one citation, it was like 15 violations. Just because he went down the list, filled out everything. Uh, he got me with no insurance, or no proof of insurance. When he came up to the truck, asked me to get my insurance, and then he walked back, and I was like, I don't want him to think I'm like hiding shit and give him probable cause, so I just stood there. I was gonna wait till he got back. And he's like, oh, don't worry about that. Yeah, I just went ahead and wrote it down, no no insurance. I was like, what the fuck? So yeah, he fucked me over. But I'll ran up the cops a couple times. We got a uh, old podcast about that. I didn't run from the cops, I just sped up. I did, a lot. <laughs> I ran from the cops every chance I got. Every chance you got. Yeah, I've been to quite a few different countries and I've been detained at least and arrested in almost every one of them. Mm. 
like almost always everywhere when I got at least at the at the least detained. Mm. with you know, because you go to other countries and this whole you know cops are way different over there. They'll take money to let you go, but they can also just beat the fuck out of you if they want to. Yeah, dude. There's nothing to say to you. In Singapore, those cops like they warn you before you even pull up into the country, like. Hey, be careful in Singapore because those cops will fuck your shit up. Like, they got those big ass canes that are two yeah. to three inches around. They'll just beat the fuck out of you. There's, a big, there's a big story about that in the news when I was younger. That kid that got caned over there. I don't doubt it, dude. They're brutal. The canes asked for whatever. I don't remember the whole story, but he got caned in Singapore. It was like a. It made it like. It was before like meme culture, though, so it made it almost like a. It would have been a meme now, I think, if it happened. Because yeah. it was international news. He was an American tourist. He did something stupid, and they beat the fuck out of him. Just beat the fuck out of him. And it's for stupid shit, too. Like, chewing gum on the train. Yeah. You know? Oh, well, he chewed gum on the train. Beat his fucking ass! You know? That's like when I told you when I, I think I told you when I was in Turkey, and those, those gendarme guys showed up. Yeah. That guy out of that bar. And told me that they're going to fucking... We kept fucking around that we were going with them too. Yeah. Like you were going to get disappeared. Dude. Yeah. I, thought I was looking in the eyes of the Stone Cold Killer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You that's can, just creepy <laughs> over there, dude. I've looked at people before and been like, this motherfucker ain't gonna well, shit. Well, bro, how are you? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? Who's that? Donna. Alright. How you doing? Hey, listener. Watcher. Person. Yeah, the guy fucking told me about that. He said, get your friend or he's coming with us and he doesn't come back. Yeah. And I believe that motherfucker when he said it, man. So, and, and uh, I think I've already told you about the uh, guy on deployment that jumped over the railing of the boat. Yeah, when they were handcuffed, when he was handcuffed. Yeah. Yeah. Just try to get by for now. I know, man. Yeah, it's the ruffle. What you been up to? We're talking about uh, jail. Cops, guns, Cops whatever. Being arrested. I don't know if you can say guns on the talk or not. Nah, I don't probably get, probably get turned I'm off. I'm sure half the shit we talk about we uh, shouldn't get banned for. But yeah, we're just talking about pretty much everything. You got a topic for us? What you got? Man, I didn't get detained or arrested when I was in Kuwait. 10-8, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never got arrested there. I mean, I told you about running from that cop at that party where I'm pretty sure I was chasing him through the woods at a certain point. Yeah. So. There was, uh, I don't know, I, I never had good luck with the law. Like, if I seen him, I knew that something was going to happen. I mean, I've never been arrested. I've been handcuffed, thrown in the back of the police car. But luckily, I had someone that could come pick me up that was only like 20 minutes away. So, but I was blackout drunk. Like, I, I have clips of it, you know, to where it's like, oh, I remember that. And then it's just gone for 45 minutes. Oh yeah, that, that did happen. Uh, yeah. Yeah, stuff, man. I fucked this Italian dude up in, that, in a bar one time when I was over there. And I got thrown in the back of a car and zip tied by the, they're called the, Carabinieri, Carabinieri over there. Carabinieri? Yeah, and they fucking zip tied me and threw me in the back of the car. So my buddy comes out, my roommate, 
he ends up getting in the car with me, and I think I think he was trying to talk to him, trying to speak a little bit of Italian, but he asked me how much money I had in my pocket. What does it say? Why did the cops show up? Which way or when? On which one? Which which occasion? Yeah, I don't know. So, anyways, I was at a bar in Milan, and I got in a fight with this dude because we said fuck America or something and ripped a dollar bill in half and I was all drunk so we fought and fought and we rolled down the stairs of the mezzanine and then he ran outside and he jumped in his car and I went out I chased him out to his car but he was in the car and he had his cell phone and he was tapping the window of the car with it and he was going policia because he was calling the cops policia so I grabbed the side view mirror of his car and I just ripped it off the car and I started tapping his window with it with his own mirror I was like, I'm gonna fuck you up, you know, if you get out of the car. <laughs> and get out, and then I got tackled by this cop. It was like fucking. The best way I can describe it is if anybody remembers Terry Tate, the office linebacker. If you don't, you should look it up. It's pretty funny. He used to run through, he was a football player, and he'd run through the office and just blast people. Like while they were walking, looking at their papers, just blindside them. Boom! So this dude takes me out, and they zip tie me in the back, whatever. My roommate gets in there, and he says they want money. And I didn't have a lot of money in my wallet, but I had like $300 in my sock. You know, because I was one of those, like, always carry some money in my sock. Yeah. So he fucking takes some money out of my sock, took my cell phone. They fucking cut the zip ties, and then they just kind of like, like ninjas disappeared, you know, and I'm just standing on the sidewalk. The dude in the car's gone. We're not allowed to go back in the bar. So I talked to the guy at the door that I need to find my other friend that's inside. He was from Oklahoma, this dude. So I go in, he says you can look for your, your friend, but that's it. You can't have any drinks, can't do whatever. So I'm walking around looking for him and I find this fucking, his, his shoe in the middle of the dance floor. And I knew it was his shoe because like I said, he was like a white kid from Oklahoma. So it was, yeah. a, it was a fucking like skate shoe, you know, and in Milan, everybody's wearing, it was when everybody started wearing those square toe dress shoes that everybody wears now here or, you know, whatever. So anyways, this is like 2003. Two, I don't know. But I'm walking around the club and I'm looking for this dude and I got his shoe in my hand and I walk and I, I walk all the way through everything, go to the bathrooms, and I'm thinking he must have walked outside. So I get back to the front door and I'm walking past like the, every club over there has a coat check room where a girl stands in a window. You walk in, you give her your coat, she gives you a ticket with a number on it. Yeah. Whatever. If you don't know how a coat check works, that's how it works. So I'm walking by and I look in the window and I see I see legs sticking out from under the coats. There's a shoe and a shoe, a woman's shoe, woman's shoe, and then another shoe and a sock. So there's four feet. One, one of them's just a sock. So I'm like, that's him. And I hear him going, be quiet, be quiet. Because, you know, I'm just fuck, be quiet. I'm like, hey man. And he parts the coats like this and he looks out. He's like, what the hell's going on? You know, or whatever. And I said, come on, let's go, motherfucker. So he opens the coats all the way, and the coat check girl's got his drink in her hand and this look on her face like she doesn't know what the fuck is happening. Because she doesn't speak any English. Yeah. He's retarded because he's, you know, a country ass motherfucker. I mean, I didn't grow up on a dirt road, so I know, I know better, but she's just looking at him like, what the fuck is going on? Looking at us, and I'm just like, get the fuck out of there. So I guess, I guess in the melee of all of us trying to fight each other out of the club and whatever, that's where he decided he would hide. So he would jump in the coat check room, and I guess he just grabbed the girl and put her behind all the coats with him and gave her. I don't know. <laughs> Here's a drink. Now just shit, shit like that. Every every time I did, every time I went anywhere, it was something like that. Yeah. I mean, 
So one of the craziest drinking stories, I think I've told you about, but it was like I was in the Navy, you know, I got my, my Navy shirt on, what's up? But uh, so when I was at the barracks, there's a lot of people that would, I'm not gonna say they were drinking underage, but you know, you can fill in. They're only college dorms for anybody that wasn't in the military. Yeah, Navy here too, that's awesome man, what do you do? Except you don't have to go to school the next day. <laughs> so you can get shit faced and just go to work. What do you do in the Navy? I was an AM, aircraft mechanic. Aircraft structural mechanic. On F-18s. But. That was an F-16 mechanic Air Force. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Got my, got my shirt on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyways. We were, we were in the barracks, or we were outside, we were cooking, I think it was like Memorial Day or something, we were having a grill up, and everybody was fucked up, like trailer trash. Well, there was one way in and one way out to the barracks. You went in, you made a right, the barracks were on your right, and then there's this huge parking lot, and the MAs would only run through there, MAs of military police for the Navy, but, uh. I double locked drunker on base. <laughs> but, so when the MAs pulled down that little parking lot, like you knew they were coming to you, you know? That was the only reason for them to come down there. So we seen them drive, and I was like, that looks like an MA. And they parked and turned off their lights, and I was like, oh, man, I can't, because I was kind of seeing like this, like a chameleon, you know? Seeing it's double. Cops everywhere. Triple. I was like, holy fuck, this is 400 cocktails. But, so I was like, man, uh, another MA rolled up and they parked, shut off the lights. And I was like, something's going down. And the next one drove straight up and they started walking. I was like, run, like to everybody, go. And we all took off running. And it was like, you know, dumping water on a bunch of ants, like just everywhere, everybody scattered. We all took off. Uh, never go solo. It's a good. Yeah, it just everywhere. There was probably not to be over exaggerating, probably thirty people. Yeah. So we all just took off in different directions, and I ran with a couple of my buddies, and he's like, "All right, we got to get up here." I was like, "I don't have my key card," because. The guy that I was staying with, his barracks room, I would just jump through the window every time. I didn't have a key card to his door, so I just jumped through the window. But, and it, it's it's not, you know, weird. There's two beds. And we used to have keys. Room, all right? But, no, they had like little. Like a hotel? Like a hotel, but like a prison hotel. Um, so yeah, I was, I was hauling ass. My buddy's like, hey, you can just come up to the second deck you know, the second floor or whatever, you can, you can crash my room. I was like, all right. I was looking at the barracks that we ran into. I was like, I don't think this is my barracks, but I was all fucked up. So I was like, yeah, whatever. I'm probably overthinking it. But we get to his door and he keeps sliding the key card, sliding the key card. He's like, it's not fucking working. I was like, yo, chill. Like everybody, because it was him, me and like two other people. I was like, chill. This isn't our fucking barracks. And they start looking around, they're like, oh shit. So we had to run out of there. Like, MAs were running around, fucking 30 other people were running around. 
finally got in there and I was like, fuck this. So I slid the dude's window open because I jumped through his window every time. Jumped in the window, slammed the window shut and laid on the ground. And he's like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Because he didn't really drink. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. And then maybe five minutes later, open up. It's like, ah, oh, fuck you, God. Like, we are just arguing through the door. Man, that was, if I would've got caught, I would've been fucked. But, yeah, people won't listen to, you know, old drunk Jimbo. They just, they won't listen to me. I'm like, hey, this is it. But, yeah, there's a lot of uh, really fun stories from the Navy. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of drunk, fun stories, like, on deployment. I got, I got a lot of drunk stories from deployments, too. I mean, like Turkey, we could get shit-faced in Turkey. Couldn't drink in Kuwait, but in Turkey, we could get fucked up, man. Sounds like, so it never go solo. Yeah, ever. You always gotta have your wingman. Well, that was the program they called in the Air Force, your wingman. And I would lose mine every time, because I, I would go absolutely to the places they told us not to go. Like, anywhere they told us not to go, they would fuck up, and we would go TY because they would give us a map and say, these are the places you can't go and they would circle them on the map. And then I would ask for a copy of the map when the meeting was over so I knew where we weren't supposed to go, and I would go to those places, and it was always like the best places. Yeah, like in Spain, they had these, in Zaragoza, Spain, they had this thing called the tubes. There were all these bars that were under street level. So you would go downstairs, it's an absolute fucking fire hazard. You'd go downstairs and you'd be in a room, you know, like, fuck, you could fit two or 300 people in this room. Yeah. But there's one stairwell, and it's like a story below ground. It's not like five steps. It's a full fucking staircase back to street level. So if a fire ever started in there, you're just fucking, you're going to yeah. burn. There's nowhere to go. You're just toast. You're under the building. So. But we go to the tubes. Any services overseas, especially Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, you got to have a body system. I mean, you're going to get fucking belligerent and drunk with them, but, you know. They tried to go out two or three deep because there was always, or three or four deep, I mean, because there was always somebody that you had to almost fucking babysit, you know what I mean? Those who's inviting you. Yeah, who's that? I don't know. I don't know. Fuck it. We got a few minutes. What's up? Oh, that's trippy. It's fucking wild. What is that? Your, your filter's all weird. What's going on? Bikes into like I don't know how these things go, but come on. What are these matches? Is that gonna make you win automatic? You think? I don't know. I don't know what these. What are these matches? We got like three minutes before we gotta get out of here too. Oh man, this one's five minutes long. Well, I mean, we can probably run it out to the end. Oh, People are gonna start walking comes. back and forth. So, what are you up to? Nothing. All right. That sounds sounds fun. How do these matches work? Have you ever done this before? I can't hear it all. I can't see. Sounds it. like a her. I don't know. I can't hear that person. Person. <laughs> Not supposed to probably say him or her anymore, huh? Yeah, I don't know. That. Yeah. I can't hear shit in here. No. Done. You won. Bam. That's what I'm talking about. Nice. Suck a dick, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, roasted. Yeah, so that's how that would go. 
I guess right, that's, uh, we gotta wrap this up. That's gonna be it for us here at the Greasy Knuckles Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Spotify if you miss anything. We'll and, be back uh, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night from midnight right. to 1 a.m. Eastern. We're gonna start doing these live on TikTok, I guess, too, every weekend. So, but remember, what? You gonna get, oh man, you know what? like a hot dog flying through the air. Here at the Greasy Knuckles Podcast, we do love everybody at the end of the day. We might be dickheads, we might be shitbags, but we love everybody. So, if you or a loved one or anything is having thoughts of suicide or going through addiction, anything, and you're a veteran, uh, please, please reach out. It's 1-800-273-8255, and then press 1. Uh, that's the Veterans Crisis Hotline. Or you can go to the veteranscrisisline.net, all one word, or text 838-255, or call the VA, or call the Greasy Knuckles. Do something. Help yourself. Do something and reach out, man, because 22 a day is 22 too many. That's a tongue twister. Stay greasy. See ya.